Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Okay, so this is We Should Be Better at This. My name is Chris Donovan. Uh, and my name was and always will be Eric Leckie. How come I can't get the microphone stand to work properly? I don't know. You're not really a professional. I'm not a professional. You're not a professional. No, not. Technically, right now, a professional. Yeah, technically, right now, you're not a I'm professional. I'm not a professional. No, I'd uh, rather be an amateur and really good than a professional and shitty. So <laughs> this time, uh, uh, I'm, I think your song is quite appropriate. Take this job and shove it. Yes. Uh, is there any meaning behind that? No, not at no, all. Just a random song you just picked? Just a random song. Random song you picked. Well, uh, I really like it. Take this job and shove it. I ain't a work and a hear no more is how the lyrics go. Is that how it goes? That is how the lyrics go. I've never go. heard anything past the chorus. Yeah. Take this job, job and, and shove it. it. I ain't a work and a hear no more. And it's then, very appropriate lyrics. It is very appropriate, yeah. especially for Southern California if you see that commute right there. Yeah. We are at the Holiday Inn in uh, Diamond Bar. Yeah. Uh, what song had Holiday Inn in it? Uh, Holiday Inn. It was called Holiday what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> you are uh, we're, at the, we're at the Holiday Inn and Diamond Bar uh, where the 57, the 60 meet uh, in beautiful Diamond Bar. Yeah, that's the air quality is shit. The yeah. freeways are shit. Here's what's funny. You just said the air quality is shit. That green building right there yes. is the Air Quality Control Board of California. Well, then they can see it's shit. They can see how bad <laughs> it is. I always wondered that. They put the Air Quality Control Board right next to a, a, a convergence the, of a few freeways. The biggest major freeway in... Look at all those red well, lights. No, Look at all those red lights heading back to where you have to go. I know, right? Fantastic. I brought my son for carpool. Yes. Oh, yeah, your son is here. Yeah, that is a, The that boy Aiden, say hi. He's here. He's wearing his Mario hat. So this is We Should Be Better at This. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Chris underscore Donovan, and uh, Eric at Sinatra's Rat Pack. At Sinatra's Rat Pack, yes. What have you Uh, been up to, man? You started a new game. I I did. I I started a new job. Um, I am a a buyer. Okay. A buyer. Okay. I'm a seller. My wife is also a buyer, but she doesn't get paid for it. She just goes out and buys things. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you I'm a buyer, and I get paid for it. It's like, honey, you you have to figure out how to do it like I'm doing it. Yeah, where right. I'm buying, but I'm getting paid to I buy. I get a salary. Yeah. Okay, uh, so no, what the I, hell does that I mean? I still buy alcohol. I, I'm in charge of about so uh, 41, uh, <laughs> 41 locations up and down the West Coast in a few states. And uh, I am in charge of all the alcohol that comes in and out of that building, of all those buildings. That's my dream job. It's because most a lot of, them of would minutia go out into my car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it is a lot of minutia. It's a lot of small stuff. But I, you know, I was thinking about something. This is something I wanted to talk to you about on this. Okay. 
So I now work in an office. I, I have an office. I have, uh, they're not really secretaries. They're clerks, administrative assistant kind of things. They're okay. not really secretaries. They do more than that. Um, and I work in an office with about a, 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 a company's headquarters, right? So this is like okay. the headquarters of a company. Yeah. About uh, 300 people that work in this building. Wow, it's a lot. Okay. Good I've office. never worked in an office before. Lucky like ever. You. That's like ever. I was I was thinking I was breaking this down with my wife. I've worked in the sales field all my life. So I'm out in the sales field. I'm doing things out in the world. So you've never field. had like a home base desk? A home desk, but oh, you're just never at home? At, yeah, but you're never at it. And, and then I thought, okay, the closest I ever got was I worked at a bank. And I was a, uh, a, well, a loan I'm officer at a bank. Guessing that didn't last long. It did it. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when under the uh, reasons for why this person wants this loan, you would always just write drugs. <laughs> they really don't like that. Um, but I worked at a, I worked at a, lo- a bank. You get a loan, and you, you get, get a loan. loan. <laughs> Everyone's approved. It's not my money. What do I care? You caused the recession. <laughs> and by the way, I actually was working there right as the recession was going to hit. So um, that's hilarious. But uh, even in that one, okay. I I didn't deal with any of the bank tellers. Didn't deal with anyone on that side. I dealt with like three people that worked in the loan department. I wouldn't even really call it an office. I had a desk. Should I ask what bank? Washington Mutual. Oh fuck! I hate that bank. Yeah, yeah. Now it's Chase. It's Chase, but. Uh, the other thing that I found interesting is I not having to work in an office okay. all my life. I've really been um, insulated to any of the problems and, and issues that happen at an office. So, for instance, like glitter on your desk, like glitter on my desk. <laughs> uh, what is is it true? You've worked in some offices, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do they really have birthday parties like three times a week? Yeah, and if, if, it's if, always if, someone's birthday, or they consolidate and do one for everybody that week. And there's always somebody that has a birthday, and they have to go throw glitter on your desk, which always pissed me off. Oh yeah, um, I hate it. Gets in the keyboard. So I Ugh. made the attempt of I didn't give out my birth date to um, HR. Okay. So I'm trying to hope to avoid that. Wait, but, wait. Okay, never mind. Doesn't matter. Okay, I've done. I've been at this job for about two weeks. No joke. I think we've had to celebrate eight birthdays. That's four a week. Yeah, it's good average. Yeah, a lot of cake. That's horrible. It's a lot of cake. Yeah, and it doesn't get old. Like, how special does your birthday feel when you had one two days ago that everyone clapped exactly. and sang stupid You're like, song? Yeah, sing to me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I have a really funny story about that. When I started my last gig, um, I was working there for maybe a week and a half, and then the conversation about birthdays came up. And I'm new, so nobody really knew anything about me yet. And they're talking, and they're talking, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, listening and listening. They're like, hey, Chris, by the way, when's your birthday? And I'm like, today. And they're like, shut up. And I'm like, no, seriously, it's today. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And they go, why don't you tell anybody? I'm like, I just started I just started. <laughs> and I like, don't oh. know anybody. So then my assistant opens her desk drawer. Within a minute and a half, she hands me a card. I'm like, what? I go, you have these at your beck and call? She goes, yeah, I got a handful of them. I'm like... All right, you're a good assistant. If you have that, but if you have that many, if you have that many birthdays where you have to have cards on hand, on hand, like you have a card stash. The other thing you can maybe explain to me as someone okay. who has worked in office: Do I have to get? Do I have to pay attention to like days like Secretary's Day and all that kind of BS? Like I'm not a guy who pays attention to those like today's National Donut Day and all that kind of crap. But they have Secretary's Day, right? Do yes. I have to actually do something for that? Uh, do you have a secretary? They're technically. A clerk of mine. I have two clerks. Okay. Uh, 
I know like, bosses. I'm not day. big on celebrating things. I know bosses. I know you. Well, except for April Fool's. April Fool's <laughs> is, is the best day of the year. Uh, and I understand Christmas, and I kind of get my kids' birthday because they're kids. But, like, even Mother's Day, which, by the way, is next week, I did. Oh, shit. Mother's Day is next week? Yeah, and oh. I haven't done anything for my wife. Am I supposed to do that too? She's not your mom, right? But I, th- there you go. That's another thing. My kids are supposed to do something. They're yeah. lazy bums. They don't yeah. have a job. Get a job. Get a job, losers. Okay, so I have to do something for Secretary's okay. Day, most likely, it, right? Well, no, you have to wait to see if they do something for Boss's Day first. If they do, then you have to do something. Ah, okay. Uh, what about? So you drive on the road a lot. I drive on the road a lot. I get Much. road rage. I, I use the, certain fingers on my uh, uh, on my arm Usually and finger. Yeah, and I use yeah in between the index and yeah. Um I use that finger a lot. Well, now driving into work, I might be flipping off a coworker, so yes. I can't do that anymore. Sure, you can. I can. Yeah, that's okay. What's it matter? I got to work with this person. So, hey, there's the guy that flips people off and uses foul language. You think you're, you think you're going to be on the 57 freeway with your coworkers? There's not 17 million other people when we all come in around the same yeah, time. Yeah, everybody goes to work at the same time in Orange County. Yeah, it's they true. either dress like Mickey Mouse or they go sit in an office. Okay, here's another one that oh, I've never had to best. deal with before. All right, lunches. Oh, God. couple things that happen with lunches that I've noticed in my brief two weeks. Clicks. Office clicks. Yep. Uh, people who work in the upstairs don't hang out with people who work in the downstairs. Nope. And certain corners of the office hate other corners of the office. So yep. there's lunch clicks. Yeah. Do you ever... Like high school. Do you have the ones that go sit in their car and have their lunch by themselves? Yes. Yep. Or take a nap in their car? I do that all the time. Yeah. That is actually quite nice. I know. <laughs> but what about office lunch... Like lunch politics in okay. a way. Yeah. Um, Hey, so-and-so, we're all going to go get food, and you're going to ask five people, but you're not going to ask that sixth person. Yes. Hey, we're all going to get lunch. Do you want something? But they skip over certain people. Yeah. I mean, it's just like high school. You got to – it's exactly like high school. You just got to go, oh, okay, not part of their group. But unlike high school, I can't skip. (laughs) I got to be there. (laughs) Hey, I think that's the secret. That's the secret to adulthood. (laughs) That's the secret to adulthood. You can no longer skip. You can no longer skip. When you're a kid. You call sick. Yeah, exactly. But when you're a kid, you you could skip. You could skip life's tough moments. When you're an adult, you're forced to be in those moments. Well, that's because it's free school. And they pay you to work. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of cool that I'm enjoying so far about working in an office, I have my own fridge in my office. Wow. Right? Yeah. Fridge in my office is quite cool. That much. But, I, but I can now because I literally am a buyer for alcohol, which means someone can say, hey, Eric, today we're tasting tequilas. And I could say, yeah, throw that in the fridge. I'll have some later, too. Okay, call me. Yeah. I'll be there. That's pretty fantastic. We'll be, yeah, I'll be in your office tasting tequila. Also, the, just the ability to bring food and like have my own refrigerator. No one else is keeping their stuff in that no, refrigerator. No. That's my refrigerator. That, see, and that's cool because usually... Uh, if it's a if it's a community fridge, people take shit. Like I was working at my my job for probably three weeks, and I put a salad in there and I let it sit for a couple of days, and it was just one of those prepackaged salads you get at a store. Somebody ate it. See, and that that to me is like punishable by death. Yeah. Like if if you steal food, I, I'm pretty upset at that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why you spit in your own food. Yeah, and you write on the box, "I have spit in this." <laughs> <laughs> So working, right, well, working cool. in office is interesting. I'm still learning about it. I'm sure we'll talk about. Oh, speaking of, this is a great little. Uh, this is called Segway. I am Captain Segway. Speaking of working you in office, you wearing the hat and everything. I am. And, Wait, and, that's the Captain Morgan's. Put your knee down. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, something else I read in the news. All right. Speaking of working in office, companies are thinking about banning handshakes at work to avoid lawsuits because they want to ban all physical contact. Yeah. So. They say that part of that will be banning handshakes altogether. What is your thought on that? I think that's very stupid because the handshake is something that it's just two hands. I mean, it's not 
any other part of the body. Now, if you shake somebody's hand and you put your hand on their shoulder, or you shake somebody's hand and you grab it with the other hand, kind of like thing. But then you that can, can learn be a little so awkward. much from a handshake. You can. I, I mean, oh, yeah, when you're, I've, I've learned a ton. When, when you're meeting someone, I judge you, you quite a bit by how you shake hands. Yeah, if it's a firm handshake, I'm like, oh, he's a confident person. But if it's too firm, then you're like, what a dick. Now, what about when you're trying to shake a woman's hand where you don't know how firm you're supposed to be? Um, you because sometimes they give you the the limp fish. Yeah, you know? yeah. If, if, and if you get the, and if I get that from a guy, I'm like, oh, great. oh, that. I mean, I mean, you know exactly. Like right when you get that you from a guy, hired. you're like, you are so done. <laughs> like I've lost so much respect for you, 100. percent Like oh my god. But when you get it from a so the, the but anyways the handshake, I don't even understand really how the handshake can be interpreted as anything but professional it is kind of almost the definition of professional i mean i kiss every female's hand when i right. shake it so right. i've never do you do the finger rub do you do the finger no, rub on the I palm the pinky one yeah no, no. i don't do that, yeah, That's do that? i mean i've no. been doing that for years i wondered why i get that I, look i do look him straight in the eyes and i'm like hi uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. so is this just a product of how uh, sue worthy uh, you know sue happy our culture yes. is this is how dumb humans are right basically i kind of blame human resources have you ever met a human resources person that was worth a damn like ever in any company you've ever worked for? Yes, because I had issues at one of my jobs. Um, but beside that, I really don't. But did that human resource officer actually do anything to really help the situation and solve the problem? Got my boss fired. Oh well, then actually is pretty yeah. good. Okay, so that, that one was good. I've worked a bunch of jobs, a bunch of jobs, but no offices. But no offices. <laughs> but I've never had an HR person that ever did a damn thing. And I'm thinking this is just an, uh, a cop out by the HR manager saying we're banning all handshakes. That way I don't have to do anything. It's just a shrink that can tell on you. Is basically what it is. Oh, here comes our food. Aiden, move your stuff. Woo-hoo, food coming. All right. So all right. So ooh, Aiden here ordered a yummy, grilled dude. cheese and fries. We did oh. discover that Aiden and I do have the same palate. Oh, stealing a French fry. We both uh, like to eat the same foods. Thank oh. you very much. And Eric got some nachos. I got nachos chicken. with no sour cream or guacamole because it's disgusting. They cut that jalapeno long ways. That's badass. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Very that interesting. Yummy. And Where's you didn't get food? any food. You just got beer, which is your food. I ordered food. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have a you have a uh, you have a gravy boat full of salsa. A gravy boat. <laughs> it actually is served in a gravy boat. I didn't notice that. <laughs> a gravy boat full of salsa. That is my new band name. Oh, when I started a band. That'd be awesome, right? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm gonna go see Gravy Boat. Oh, salsa! Yeah. <laughs> and then you play like folk music because <laughs> it's not salsa music. You want to sit at the table and eat? Zip up your it's sweater. It's cold. This is California, buddy. This isn't cold. California. You can eat here or you can sit at the table. Sweet. All right. All right. And then that Chris got yummy. some buffalo Ooh, sliders. Yeah. Mm. All right, Those look so, like good fries, too. Yeah, they are. Scrumptious. Quality, quality you fries. have any. Quality fries. All right. So uh, what are we doing? What about you? You got anything uh, Anything going on? Uh, no. Nope. Usual stuff. Um are you uh, are you dead yet from all your sleep dep- deprivation? Not not yet, but um, I'm trying to catch up as much as possible. I am waiting for the summer months where I can sleep in a little bit more. Um, and my kids don't annoy the shit out of me. Like, I mean, make me lunch. Where's my backpack? Take me to school. I know kids are the worst, They're right? Horrible, horrible. <laughs> but no, no, nothing really pressing. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, last week we mentioned that we were going to talk a little bit of the. Bingeable shows. Oh yes, I'm so excited about this. So let's do the movie thing. All right. Oh, 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 hooray for Hollywood! It's really got me hooray, 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 hooray for Hollywood. That's a helicopter. 
flying and that air quality stuff that we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, I don't trust air that's invisible. I like to be able to see the air that I'm breathing. Oh, you can see Which is why I like smog. Because, you know, I can, I can look right at it and say, okay, smog, I know what's going in my lungs. That dragon scares me. <laughs> hey, oh, speaking of. smog. Sorry. Oh, smog. Smog. <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, do you have a Game of Thrones uh, recap that I will not understand or appreciate? I do. Quick uh, two-second uh, Game of Thrones television show HBO recap in our movie segment. Um, uh, they had the battle. A bunch of people died. Isn't every episode a battle? No. Now, it's the between battles. They fought the dead. Now they're going to fight the living. So, um, it should be. And that is because all those Walker people died, right? In the last right. one, they killed the Ice King, and that killed everybody. Spoilers, uh, and that made them all go away. And um, oh, and I heard that. Um, Hot, uh, hot Game of Thrones talk here. I heard that there was a continuity error in the last episode where a Starbucks cup found its way onto the show. Yeah, it is. It was, but it was it was played out as the Lord of Starbucks, which was a castle near them. You know, opened up a new coffee shop, and that's what they were using. I'm sure she would have used the giant's milk. You don't get the reference because you don't watch the show. I don't watch but the people show. People watching, all. people listening right now are laughing their ass. They're off. thinking that's hilarious. They're like, it's not Kramer. It's giant's milk. But anyway, we did talk about doing the bingeable shows. All right, which I think now. What, be- what about the? Let's let's first lay down a definition of what we deem a bingeable show. Like, how would you define a bingeable show? Uh, a show that is good and watching it in succession makes it better. Now, this is a, a relatively new concept when it comes to shows and movies because Correct. up until even just a few years ago you really couldn't binge watch a show now the only Unless ones you, you could binge watch seasons. well or the only other one you could binge watch is you know when I Love Lucy would be on and they'd have eight episodes in a row oh, yeah, like or a something like that because because you didn't have access to it like we do now now you could throw on Netflix and say I'm going to watch an entire season of a show tonight yeah do you remember the first show you binge watched I could tell you mine and where I was at hmm I want to hear yours. Mine was uh, Heroes season one. I think mine was The Sopranos because we didn't we didn't start watching till season two. So I bought season one's DVDs. I binged watch all of season one with the wife. We binged watch season two as it was happening because we caught we caught up. Yeah. So that by the time season three came, we had watched like season one and two in like a point of like three months. And like, you were like all up on it. You're like you knew the storylines. You were very fresh. And I, th- and I think that's another big feature is knowing the storylines because you're watching them so much in succession. You know. But, you're, you're but wa- also it makes it so they don't have to put a storyline in every episode. So some episodes are throwaways. I also would define, add into the definition there, a bingeable show has to be something that you could watch years later and still get um, the references and still get enjoyment out of it. I mean, for instance, you mentioned Heroes. If you put on Heroes right now on, a, on the TV at this holiday yeah. that we're at, you could sit and watch it and go, oh, yeah, I love this episode, yeah. and watch it again. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I was actually, it was just like you said, we bought the DVDs. Evelyn's parents were watching it. My wife's parents were watching it. We went to Vegas for the weekend. We were staying at a friend's house, and we're like, can we just stay at your house and not go out? And they're like, yeah, what do you want to do? And we watched all, like, 12 episodes or whatever it was back then. And uh, and that was the first one we binged. But some really noteworthy ones, like honorable mention, I would say all the Marvel series on Netflix, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, all those, very bingeable. They have a lot of throwaway episodes, and I think that's what makes it. So instead of making an hour-and-a-half movie for The Punisher, they do 10 episodes, and it could have fit it in an hour-and-a-half. So that's why they're honorable mention. Yeah. But there's other ones like ones we watch at the house, Planet Earth, 
uh, uh, Blue Planet, all those ones that have the animals and stuff. We put those on. Um, my most recent one I binged was Cobra Kai, one of my favorites. Now, what about, before we get on to our official list, okay. what about bingeable movies? That movie that when it's on, no matter what channel it's on, you're going to watch it. Andy Dufresne told me one time in Shawshank. That's one of them. <laughs> Shawshank is one for me. For, uh, for me as well, um, every single Lethal Weapon movie. If Lethal really? Weapon is on TV, I will watch the hell out of that movie. And sometimes TNT will play like Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 back-to-back. Oh, I really? will watch both of them. Nice. I would say like Con Air. Um, oh, my God. There's a bunch. Uh, the Rock. Uh, all, the, all the Hobbit. All the Lord of the Rings. Armageddon. Armageddon's one that's always on. I would say that, and what's funny is, if you notice, we're not mentioning... We're not mentioning dramas. We're we're mentioning these popcorn flicks that are cheesy, sometimes totally, like, not the best... I don't want to say not the best made, because they're fun movies. Yeah. Fun movies. So a fun movie is bingeable. A show can be more serious and be bingeable, but a movie almost has to be be fun. No one's like, hey, every time Schindler's List is on, I watch the hell out of that. You're like, I love the Diary of Anne Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, um, so as we're getting started on this uh, uh, journey of uh, bingeable shows, I'm going to throw one that is... Um, I, I've mentioned this this guy before. I am learning to to, to uh, paint just like him. But Bob oh. Ross, and the reason I say that is, his voice is so gentle and he's so calming. It is the best show ever to put on and fall asleep to. So what I'll do is I'll I'll put on a show. I'll watch one episode, and then as the second one's starting, I'm starting to drift off. His voice, the sound of the brush hitting the canvas, all of that. <laughs> but he paints happy trees. Every episode is the same, but yet every episode is slightly different enough. So there's a comfort in it, and I could wa- I could watch four episodes in a row. Plus that hair, the hair is pretty the fantastic. Oh man, he's like the only white dude that could pull off that fro. So that would kind of be my honorable mention. Okay. Um, another one, and you kind of mentioned it too, is uh, Planet Earth. Yeah. And and that, and we Blue like Planet those. and and those all of those um, series. I call them uh, background TV shows. All right, that's the same conversation I had with my wife yesterday. There's something that you can put on. The kids are doing homework. Yep. You're maybe looking through Twitter or whatever, and you're still interested in the show, yep. but you're kind of half watching and half listening. But before you know it, three episodes have played. Yep, that's like MythBusters for me. American. Oh, Chopper. MythBusters is a perfect example. American Chopper. I need to show my kid, my son, Monster Garage, where they built those crazy things in like a week. Oh, dude, you'd love that. They built a rocket car. Ah, yeah, you see, I saw it in person once. So yeah, so so those are definitely background bingeables. Again, now what about missing the storyline because the tiger's still going to kill that caribou, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, and that's what kind of what makes them so bingeable, and they're great uh, repeat watches. You know, I could be like, oh, I've seen this episode before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, but, but the quality is so good with those shows. It's ridiculous with the the 4K and all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And I have you ever wondered how those people get those shots? I mean, I've watched some of the behind the scenes, but they have to camp out. It's like, hey, you know, listen, uh, I I got this picture of a hummingbird flying in midair. Did that guy have to wait there for like 4 days to get that shot? Not even a hummingbird. How about oh, we got the polar bears in their in their den. Like, okay, one how? I don't really want to be in a polar bear's den. <laughs> I know, right? So it's like, what the hell? So Definitely agree. So, all right. So let's not say let's not say top. Uh, let's not say top three. Let's just say we'll just. I mean, these are the ones that are definitely like my top of the heap. Right. I'll just say that. All right. So I'm gonna throw one out there and so oh, go ahead. Making go for a it. murderer. 
Really? Do you ever watch it? I've watched it, but I, did, I, I would have never thought of that one. We binged, Why is that bingeable for you? We binged it because it kept the, the storyline conducive. Like, if it would have been week after week, every week we would have been like, what was happening last time? Oh, I see what you're saying. So because it stayed all fresh in your mind, yeah. you were caught up in the story. Exactly. Of it. So the story was a lot uh, easier to understand because it was a lot of, like, cop talk and judge and jury and all that stuff. So that one, for me, was better bingeable than than one episode a week. Now, I've noticed that people also will binge podcasts as well. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you can download our podcast on Apple or, or you, wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to our website, We Should Be Better at This. That's right, .com, and uh, you can... Binge the hell out of it. Binge everything, because, you know, my titles are awesome. <laughs> now, now, yeah, so maybe I would have never thought of that, but that's really interesting. You're right. You keep kind of in the flow of what's happening. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, that, that's what happened in the trial. Let's see what happens next. I got one. Alright. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't watch that show. I can put that show on and watch a rerun of almost any episode and it's enjoyable to me and even though I've seen every episode and I've seen every episode probably still like good. six times, I love watching it because the jokes are still funny. Okay. The crass humor is still funny. And it's always on either Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's one of those ones that yeah, it never gets here. taken off. It's like The Office. Have you seen The Office? Oh, of course. Yeah, we I, we never watched it when it was live. We binged it. My wife binged more of it than I did over the last six months, and we finished everything. And uh, that one, same thing. Jokes are still relevant. Again, it, you're in an office now. It makes more sense. And you realize how well written it, it was. Too. Oh my god, yes, and how smart it was. So that was that's another one. Uh, one one I want to throw out that I did with the family. Which uh, kind of falls in that Marvel superhero one was uh, the Umbrella Academy, and that's relatively new. It's it's on Netflix, and it's one of those ones where they could have done an hour and a half movie, but if they st- stretch it out through ten episodes, some of those episodes are going to drag a little bit. But if you binge it, those episodes don't feel like they're dragging, so you keep going. So I mean, so it was a good. All the kids liked. I watched it first to make sure it was appropriate. Yeah, and then I went back and I told them to close their eyes. The one the one scene, but other than that, was good. So it was like a superhero movie that didn't know they're superheroes. So another one for me um, that was that's been pretty big that I can binge watch is the Golden Girls. <laughs> um, let me tell you why. Do you have it, something out for them? No, you it like is older women. No, it's just it's a fantastic show. The characters are fantastic. You never think that a bunch of like sixty year old women would be super entertaining to watch, but We're they're relatable. all fantastic. And I love the stories. And what's funny is my wife had never really seen an episode really? until like five or six years ago. She's also 20 years younger than you. <laughs> well, I marry young. <laughs> I marry young Latinas. Um, she had never seen really an episode until about five or six years ago. And I introduced What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To her. She watches it so much now. She watches it as she's falling asleep. It's her fall asleep show. Oh, so so you turn. You turn and then so what happens? Ross so she goes. So she. <laughs> no, uh, she goes to bed earlier than me. So she goes in, puts on the Golden Girls, falls asleep. I come in. The Golden Girls are playing. I turn off the Golden Girls, put on Bob Ross, <laughs> and then I fall asleep to it. And that's kind of our, our basic. Fall asleep uh, to happy trees. Happy yeah. trees. Happy trees. Happy trees. Just, just a whiff them out. Just a whiff. What's another one you got? Um, Breaking Bad. Okay, still a show that I have never seen anything really? except for, I watched the first episode. I thought the first episode was fantastic, yeah. but for some reason I never watched another episode. Every episode feels like the first episode. It's so good. Every episode has a, it's not a cliffhanger, but it's a really good part of the show. And so to watch it in succession quicker would make the end of each season more intense, I think. So I started watching it again. I recently saw an online poll of uh, which TV shows had the best and most satisfying ending. Okay. This was one of those. Uh, Breaking Breaking Bad was one of the shows that uh, got voted as, oh, everyone seemed to love the way it ended, the Dude, way it, it went great. out. It was great. It was so good because, um, and now they're doing Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff. So a lot of the characters that were in um, Breaking Bad, it was like a prequel kind of Better Call Saul. So that's one of my favorites. I'm, I, like I said, I just started re- re-binging it. It'll probably be one of those shows I, I visit, and I'll probably binge so that I could just watch a bunch of seasons in a row. Okay. Um, so another one that I have um, that's really bingeable for me is The Twilight Zone. I don't know if you ever got into The Twilight Zone. I'm not talking about the new one with Jordan Peele, which, uh, by the way, I'm, for how much of a Twilight Zone fanatic I am, I don't watch network TV, so I literally have not seen one of those new episodes. I don't watch network TV like at all, except for The Simpsons. Yeah, but of course. But uh, uh, and uh, Bob's Burgers, and that's about it. But uh, I, the Twilight Zone is unbelievably well written, and in a world where now you have a writer's room and there's 27 writers on a TV show. Yep. Yeah. The Twilight Zone had like four writers, and it wasn't four writers working together. Each writer would write their own, own episodes. episode. Yeah. They had like something like 230 episodes. Rod Serling, who would do the introductions at the beginning and the end, yep. he personally wrote like 175 of those That's so by great. himself, which is, you would never see that today. When I was younger, it was watching that and then Mission Impossible. Like they were back to back. They're so well written. They're topical even today. They're unbelievably well made for their time. Yep. And it's one of those ones that um, they sometimes uh, put them uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's. They're always on TV where they binge like the top 20 episodes. Yeah. I watch that. But because I don't like commercials, I put them on on Netflix. Yeah, it's right. a great one to watch when you don't have anything else to watch. And so Twilight Zone for me. And by the way, has one of the greatest. We talked about theme songs before in a previous yeah. episode. Uh, why don't you go ahead and play it? Uh, it has one of the best theme songs I've ever heard. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Now, my kids know that. Even though that was made 50 years ago, they still know it. But now the Tower of Terror is now Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> so, I mean, they, they, they moved on, but still. Um, the, I think the top one on my list, there's a lot of them, but Shameless on Showtime. 
It's now on Netflix. Really? Oh God, dude! It's Never watched it. Oh my God, it's such a good movie or show. It's um, William H Macy, William right? William H Macy. Uh, there are a lot of cameos. It's got the girl uh, Emma. Uh, uh, God, I can't remember her name. She was the girlfriend on to Jake Gyllenhaal in like that the day day after tomorrow or wherever it froze over. She is amazing in it. It's got a bunch of kids that were coming up, up, up and comers. The uh, one red, redhead kid went over. He's the Joker on Gotham, so it had all these people on it. It's really good, and it's about this family that's just poor, and their dad's an alcoholic, and they had had to raise themselves, and it's their challenges and stuff. And it's like eight seasons. Is it an hour show or a thirty it is minute an show? An hour. So it's really good. So if you get a chance, just try one. If you have Netflix. You'll be hooked after one episode. And William H. Macy is a fantastic actor, yeah. too. And they, they accentuate things a little bit. Like, they'll wake up and they'll walk outside and the dad's passed out on the steps trying to crawl inside the house. And they'll be like, wake up, man. And they'll just walk past him and go to school and stuff. And, like, one of them turns into, I mean, it's just really good. See, and that's... Uh, I, honestly, I could actually see myself getting into that show before Breaking Bad only because... That show to me sounded less like serious, but still with a, enough comedy in it. Shameless. Whereas Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad's very intense. It's very intense. Yeah, it is. And sometimes intense is not what I want. Most of the time when I'm binge watching these shows, it's at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I don't really feel like binge watching something intense and then trying to go to bed. No, Shameless is one of those ones like, oh my God, they just, they just really do that. That is freaking hilarious. <laughs> so, would it be something my wife would like? Yes, yes. Not appropriate for children at all. Okay. Yeah, so you got to watch it after hours. Well, my wife is childlike. She is 20 years younger than you. Yeah. I mean, I keep saying it. All right. No, now time for So that was your right. number one? I would say that's yeah, tied up there with a couple other ones. Yeah. All right. My number one, and I want you to play the theme song from this because it is another one of my all-time favorite theme songs. Okay. The X-Files. All right. Oh, that's the wrong one. What's funny is if, if you really want to compare it, the X-Files is very much in the same vein as The Twilight Zone. So they are very similar shows, which shows Correct. you, I guess, what my taste is. The X-Files was the original. Uh, you've heard of shipping characters where you try and get two uh, characters to hiccup. Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully. That was the original shipping. That's actually where it came from. Um, yeah. It was the original shipping. Um I find that show super fun. It reminds me of that. Like they're not afraid to uh, take themselves a little less serious than a lot of shows would. They would sometimes do really campy, silly shows that they know were silly and and fun. And yeah. then they would do other times where uh, uh, um, adventure shows. Sometimes it was very throwback sci-fi ish. But I like how every episode stands on its own because it would be quirky and not relate to other episodes. Exactly. But then also there was a uh, through line. 
where you followed the story for all the episodes, the, you know, Mulder finding his sister and Scully's cancer and them looking for extraterrestrial life. There's certain through lines, but then every once in a while they throw... Uh, um, I listened to a talk. I actually went to a, an event where Chris Carter, the, uh, the writer of... Uh, uh, director and producer okay. of X-Files. Oh. I went to a talk that he did at the Egyptian Theater in Los Angeles. Okay. Where he spoke about the X-Files. He said he... Loved to do at least twice a season what he called his Monster of the Week episodes, okay. where it would reminded him growing up watching TV. You know when there's only like three channels and they would put on some really cheesy sci-fi movie. Yeah, he purposely did like I'm going to do a, a show episode about a werewolf or something. Where, but I love that they never took themselves seriously. They were willing to take risks. I thought. Talk about perfect casting. David Duchovny yeah. and uh, Gillian Anderson were amazing in those roles. I could still watch it to this day. And in fact, I just I just recently started re-binging all the episodes starting from season one. I'm in season two right now because I'm starting from the beginning. I'm going to watch the whole thing straight through in order. Didn't they Didn't they bring back uh, bring it back like last year and did like a, a short run? Which was episode? cute. I mean, the, the episodes were okay, not great. But the characters are so lovable and likable yeah. that it was a totally watchable show. Um, I saw David Duchovny. He, he, first time I saw him on a show was um, Don't Tell Him I'm the Babysitter's Dead. That's right. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. He played in another show called Californication, which is about oh, a yeah. guy who, yeah. an actor, writer who has uh, sexual problems uh, where he, he needs it. He's addicted. Yeah. That was a true story because David Duchovny really has a sexual addiction and has a problem. That's nasty. I don't even know that about him. Too many, uh, never mind. <laughs> he maybe he got probed by aliens. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, that would turn me on. Well, that's good because um, I never watched that show. You never did. It was it. Well, did, was it something? That, does it something that interests you? I just never. It came out when I was in like right out of high school and stuff. Yeah. And um, no, in high school, this is like mid nineties. Oh yeah. So then it was during high school, and I didn't really have TV. We we had network TV, and that was it. And we had the antenna hooked to a, a thirty foot wood pole above our single wide trailer that we had to go outside in the middle of the winter and rotate just to get the Simpsons. Yeah. So it wasn't worth doing it. I would I would do anything to get the Simpsons. So um, so that's it. That's All our right. bingeable shows. Yeah. Do we have anything else? I think I got a couple more honorable mentions. Okay, yeah, honorable oh, mentions. Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt's really good. And that is very bingeable. You're right. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, any of the CW shows, Band of Brothers, I binge watched. Band of Brothers is a fantastic one, and you're right. That's a, that's a very bingeable. Yeah, it's just really long. Each of them are like an hour and a half. Um, uh, Sons of Anarchy is another one I had on my list um, because it starts slow. Like I told my wife, I'm like, we're gonna watch a show. She goes, I don't want to watch a show about a white biker gang. I'm like, shut up. Two episodes in, she's like, I love this show. So it takes a little bit to get going, but once it got going, it was really, really good. And uh, that's about it. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. If my wife had a voice here, she would say Sex in the City and a, an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's what she would say. My wife would say The Office and uh, Master of None. Another show I've never watched, but I heard it is good. I heard it, I heard it was good, too. I just never, I yeah. never watched it. Do you watch... How, how While we're on the subject, okay. how, what percentage of the shows that you watch do you watch together with your wife? Uh, so, that, like, you guys are watching it together. And which, what, how many are she watching on her own? I would say... 80% we watch together, 20% we watch on our own. Now, we're a little higher. We're probably like 95%. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few but just because I have 12-hour days commuting. Yeah. She's at home. She'll turn on the... Like, she watched every episode of The Office. I probably watched maybe half. She, uh, my wife, been, she she binge watches that show Chuck. She just recently the got into it. The serial killer one. No. Um, oh. 
That's Dexter. Oh, by the oh, way, Dexter. Dexter. Dexter would be a fabulous one if I you've never seen, seen that it. One. Dexter would be a fa- You could skip the final season because it was trash. <laughs> season three with John Lithgow might oh, be God. my favorite season of any episode of any series ever in history. Okay. He was the Trinity Killer. He plays the bad guy, the Trinity Killer. The best season of any show I've ever watched. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Okay, right, so uh, let's let's move on to a little SMRT. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I mean SMART. All right, I got two of them for you here, Chris. First one up. Office birthday parties. Office birthday parties and how much I hate them. <coughs> for 100, Alex. Um, <laughs> He's dead. There's a video store. First of all, there's a video store. That's pretty SMRT oh, right shoot. there, right? I'm guessing Florida. When was the last time you went to a video store? I don't know, but I want to open one where it's like really small and there's like only like 50 movies, and but there's a secret door for a, a bar. It's like a speakeasy. That'd be cool. That actually is a good idea. <laughs> and they have to rent a certain movie to get into the back. Right? Yeah. Um, like bowling so, bimbos from Buffalo or something? Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> David is Dallas. So a uh, woman goes to a video store. A rare woman uh, in our SMRT. Yeah. No, no, this is very man-centered. Woman goes into a video store. She uses her loyalty card. She gives her phone number to give her loyalty card, <laughs> picks out some videos, and rents them. Okay, so far, so good. She then presents a note that says, you are being robbed. Please empty the register. Okay. So the cashier complies. Oh, God. Gives the money. Lady walks out. About an hour later, she gets a knock on her front door because she used her, her loyalty, loyalty card, <laughs> and they knew exactly where to go, and she rented a movie. And the funny part of the story is at the end of the article, it talks about how they uh, they also dinged. So she went to jail, of course. Well, duh. And then they also dinged her for late uh, for, for say, being late on the – she, she was in jail and couldn't return the videos. How many, how many late fees did she acquire? <coughs> Back in the day, kids, when there was video stores, if you rented it, you rented it for like – Two or three days. It depended on how long you rented for. If you turned it in later, there was a, a charge of each day. So I worked at a Blockbuster video. I was I, actually arrested in a Blockbuster video. Um, probably the same one you worked for. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> that's a story for another day, kids. Uh, do you remember the slogan, Be Kind, Rewind? Yes. And then they sold machines that just rewound the tape. Do you remember that? So... Explaining that to my daughters, it like boggles their mind. Like they have yeah. no concept of wait. What do you mean rewind? Yeah, well, like, I mean, they understand DVDs, which are great because you can choose chapter to chapter. By the way, Eric's dying right now. I'm choking. So this might be our last podcast yeah. with him as a co-host, and my son will jump in. Yeah, be kind. Rewind. Blockbuster video. Oh my god. Okay. How many memories? All right. What else? What no. Else? Here's another one, and okay. I want you to play this clip. I'm eating. I'm eating my son's French fries. Hold on. All right. There was a fight in Akron, Ohio. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And this fight was over something very important. Life and death. It was over okay. gas station hot dogs. Was it a 7-Eleven? I don't know what gas station it was, but that might be, there that, was, that might be fighting rules. Here's how pathetic this story is. There was one hot dog left on that little roller thing yeah. where the disgusting hot dogs have sat there for oh, like they nine taste days. so good at like two in the morning. Oh, though. at two in the morning, it's okay. But this was not <laughs> two in the morning. It was like two in the afternoon. Oh, stupid. Two customers wanted them. One customer got them, so they went out to the parking lot and fought over gas station hot dogs. Really? Yes. All right. What is the I'm guessing this isn't women this time. No, this was bad. definitely men. This is not something women would do. Yeah, right. What is the dumbest thing that women you would ever have gotten leader. into a fight for? Or that you almost got into a fight for? Uh dumbest thing I've almost gotten into a fight for. Oh, good God. Um, probably a girl. 
Yeah, but girls, I mean, men fight over girls through, throughout history, throughout time. That's not dumb. That's common. I know, but it's dumb. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, uh, geez, I don't even know. Uh, uh, I don't talk religion or, or, uh, or um, politics with many people. Because that usually gets people yeah, all that can get up. people riled up. Yeah. Even my parents, even my in-laws, we have conversations, and I'll be like, "I'm going to excuse myself from this conversation because it'll lead to that." So I don't know if that's a dumb thing. I once got into a fight in the eighth grade. Oh, good god! Because the guy, I was new to the school too, which was just more you know talk about making it tough on you. Yeah, I was literally I think a week into a new school, we had just moved, and a guy said I was being I had made a weird noise in class now I don't remember making a weird noise my humor was definitely above making fart sounds <laughs> by then by then yep. but uh, can I get one more please thank you one more beer yeah. uh, he had accused me of making a weird sound weird sound what was the weird sound he said it just it sound, he just described it as a weird sound so he sound. wanted to fight you after school I, yeah, no right after class I walk out of the door and he sucker punches me and then wow. we fight right there and I was a weekend I was I, they didn't even know my name they called me the new guy they would say hey this guy got into a fight with the new guy I've been there yeah they're just trying to it's, it's, like, it's like turf turf wars turf wars it's this guy wars. just wanted to fight and yeah. came up with an excuse but that would be the dumbest thing I ever fought for I think, I, think uh, I, I punched somebody in the face one time because <laughs> I was tired of being called a certain nickname that make, if that makes any sense right like in stride, hey, what's up? Whap face, walked right out, got in my car, drove right away. I was a junior in high school. Got in your car, wow. So that was that wasn't like a my land yacht, my wow. Plymouth satellite. Probably <laughs> late eighties, eighty seven. Oh, that's a fine yeah. automobile, that sir. Car's longer than that freeway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's probably what it was. All right, what else you got? Is this time for the list? Oh my God, we are at the list. Let's go. Let's do it. I wonder, wonder who. who, who. All right, so the list is a list of people that we are allowed to and have. And be careful, there are little ears around. Yes, um, so uh, how do I do this? Uh, it is the list of people that we are allowed to um, play tag with. Yes. It's a good one. Play tag with. Yeah, uh, and we won't get in trouble by our significant others. Right, because I like to, me, I personally, I really like to play tag with my wife. I love playing tag with my wife. Yeah, I love playing tag with yeah, your wife, especially too. Especially, like, midday. Ah, like a nooner. A nooner tag. A nooner tag. A little noon tag is fun. Yeah, or, like, morning tags are fun, yeah. too. I, I, I tag my wife all the time. As soon as we can, like, even yeah. in the car. Sometimes we play tag two to three times a day. Wow. Yeah. That's, like, that's a lot of work. I'm Italian. so I, Yeah. yeah. I have, I have, uh, Italians are really big on tag. I'm quarter Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Which quarter? Anyway, so you get the point. I get the, you all get the point. Uh, it's called innuendo. List, yeah, people on my list are like Nev Campbell, just uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, on Eric's list are a bunch of uh, sports athlete people's wives. Yeah, <laughs> I do and, like that. Uh, this week I'm gonna add Rihanna. Why? Um, because she has an umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. No, it's because she's Disturbia. Uh, it's another song. Um, no, uh, just just because I've always had kind of something for her. The only thing that's kind of petered off was the tattoos. I'm not a huge tattoo fan. Really? But then she has her own lingerie line, and I saw those pictures, and I'm like, yeah, okay, she's back. A, a woman who has just one arm, like, kind of sleeved? That's okay. That, to me, is really, really good. But, I, I, but she has it, like, between her cleavage, and it's like... 
weird. It can definitely go too far really fast on a woman. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's a, a certain like level of tattoo that's good and attractive, and then once you go over that line, it kind of crosses. And I'm saying do whatever you want to do. Like that's what you want to do. That's fine. Some people look great with them. If I would have started getting tattoos, I hate needles. I would have not stopped. I have a very addictive right. personality. I think I have about 13 tattoos. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. I have, I have on my left arm, I have Frank Sinatra. Right. I got, I got Sammy Davis Jr. on my right. Your girlfriend. I got an Angel's tattoo. I got a deck of cards. I got a, a martini glass. I got a bunch uh, of stuff on there. Your vice. Right. Yeah, no, no. But I, what's really odd is I have your wife's name tattooed right right here. On the smaller back? Yeah. Yeah. Your ta- your tra- it just says yeah. Evelyn. Yeah? Yeah. That's hilarious. See, that's a funny uh, joke. Yeah, is what you should have. Because I just got. <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Fantastic. My son's listening now. All right, mine is since okay. we. I like to be All topical. Right. We we talked earlier about my bingeable shows. Uh oh. Blanche Dubois. Blanche Dubois from the Golden Girls, and let me tell you why. She was the hypersexualized one of the Golden Girls, and I loved the way she talked. And even though she was an old lady, she looked like someone who could. When you're playing tag, rip you apart. Now, and it was a running joke of like how many men had heart attacks while playing tag with her. What and was stuff like her that. real name? Rue McClanahan, and she was the she was she the was one the, that was very active. She was the one. She was very active. Yeah. She there was always jokes. I mean, the running jokes in the episode would just always tell you about how much she liked to play tag. I like it. She had a, a mirror on her ceiling. Oh wow. Maybe she had a ceiling fan that had stuff on the top side. That, so she could see where to clean. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, what it that's is. That's why I was there. So um, I think I was, I'm really into someone who has experience and who really knows what they want yeah, and right. knows how to deliver it. Well, you've only been with one woman your entire life. My that entire was your, that was life. That wife. I've never yeah. loved or played tag with any other person ever. No? Happy Texas. I'm getting a call from Happy Texas right now. Happy Texas. That is a movie. Is it? A Happy Texas is a movie featuring who's Happy the old Gilmore. No, who was the old guy that was in like every movie? John uh, Wayne. No, 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 no. He, he just Hackman. recently died. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Happy Texas came out in. I am Spartacus. 1999. It was an indie movie, and it had Steve Zahn in it. David with Duchovny. Oh, I love Steve Zahn. Dude, it's rated 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Eat champagne. From Joyride with uh, that one guy. Oh, it has William H. Macy. Ooh, from Shameless. Yes. And Steve Zahn. I can't remember. There's another guy in there. Oh, gosh. He just died. He plays the old guy. He always looked the same age. I'm gonna. It's going to bother James me. James Earl Jones. The whole drive home, that's going to bother me. You're going to text me at like yeah. 3 in the morning. He's really skinny. He played the he played the old man. He had a skinny face. Oh, um, uh, 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 um, uh, last, Stanton. Uh, Jer- uh, uh, Jerry Dean Stanton. Yeah, Jerry there Dean Stanton. There it is. Ha <laughs> ha, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so, in uh, the first Avengers. Yes. There yeah. you go. There you yeah. go. It all comes together. Yes. All right, so you picked. Rihanna. Rihanna, and I picked Rue McClanahan, better known as Blanche Dubois. Is she still alive? She is dead. Oh, well, that's going to be cold. You know who? the only Cold surviving person is is Betty White yes and she is like 99 she's still acting yep she has been acting since the ni- early 1950s and she is still acting she's amazing that is amazing her favorite my favorite role with her and it's Pl- Lake Placid where she feeds a, a cow to a crocodile that is a hilarious <laughs> uh, she is a a pretty amazing woman and uh, maybe I'll pick her next time but for this time it is Rue McClanahan who right. I want to show me around the bedroom there you go alright let's wrap it up <laughs> alright <laughs> Or you can follow me on Twitter, Chris underscore Donovan. 
And you can follow me at Sinatra's Rat Pack. Be on the lookout for my book. My second book is due to drop any day now on audible.com. Coffee and cigarettes. Be on the lookout. Uh, alcohol and cigarettes. Read by a Canuck. It's going to be great, eh? It's a, a fantastic, eh? Um, <laughs> hey, by the way, do you know how uh, they got the name country, uh, Canada for their country? Yeah, C-A-N-A-D-A. Yeah. yeah, I think you told me that joke 25 years I'm ago. I'm going to tell you again. <laughs> do you also know how they made a French Canadian? No. They hit a regular Canadian in the head with a brick. Oh. All righty, hey, folks. All right. Well, well uh, come uh, listen to us next time where we uh, babble on about more very important pop culture events. Correct. Uh, we should be better at this.com. Altmixedup.com is my alternative rock countdown show. And uh, keep an eye out for Aiden's Arcade Academy starting soon. And oh, I was—I thought you were wearing a Red Sox hat. No, and I was ready to throw it into the freeway. Oh, no. Okay, I'd never wear a Red Sox. Yeah, That's Red Sox is horrible. Uh, Can we all agree that Boston is a horrible city? Yes. Okay, good. All we're right. all in agreement. Okay, so Aiden says every says. city is nice. He's only—he's not been to Boston. You've not been to Boston. Have you ever been to sh- uh, Chicago's? Okay, Chicago has its Chicago's good points. Nice. No, you haven't. You've never been to Chicago. Yeah. What's when? another horrible city? Okay, we'll talk later. You've never been to Chicago. You've never even been on an airplane. You can't even spell airplane. He looks at me like Aha! you can. <laughs> Got you there. All right, folks. Tell him what he's won. Ah, absolutely nothing. You forgot to say what is. <laughs> All right, we'll catch right, us out. next time. Catch and, you later. Uh, Chris, drive home safe. You too. All right, bye. Catch you later. The nerve to say, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not try. Out the door Take this job and shove it I ain't working here no more Take this job and shove it With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.